Hi, I'm Leanne Kim, and this is The Business of Thinking Big, the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Hey there, and welcome to a very special episode of The Business of Thinking Big. This week, I'm going to be doing a podcast a day. So a new episode every single day this week, um, which means yay for you, you get four bonus episodes uh, coming your way. And this is in light of the uh, coronavirus crisis uh, and what is happening globally in the world. I want to say this was not my idea. It is the bright and brilliant idea of Brooke Castillo. Many of you guys have heard her name mentioned on this show before. She's someone that I look up to in the coaching world and she is doing this in her podcast. And I thought, what a brilliant idea. What a beautiful way to show up and serve my people now uh, who probably need me more than ever before. Uh, And so that is what I'm doing too. So instead of the regular just Thursday episode, you're going to get an episode every single day this week. And we're going to talk about a different piece of essentially navigating times of crisis. So whether you're listening to this in real time now during the whole COVID-19 pandemic uh, in the early part of 2020, or if you're listening to this uh, later down the line, I think what I want to share this week will still apply no matter you know what crisis is going on in you, in your world, in your business. And in fact, um, I've had an idea to do an episode on crisis management uh, for quite some time, uh, most specifically the last couple of months. Um, I haven't talked about this at all publicly, but I did go through what I would consider a personal and business crisis a few months ago. Um, Like I say, I haven't really mentioned it much. Um, And even at that time, even when I was going through this very difficult time, I knew I wanted to speak about it. I wanted to to teach on it and come from a place of being able to help others um, and do do something around managing, uh, managing times of extreme stress. That said, uh, the reason why I haven't done that Uh, particular episode is because I am still feeling the feelings on that one. To be very honest with you, um, I don't feel entirely ready to speak about, you know, the situation specifically, what went down. And so I I was really kind of sitting on the idea because I'm still working through some stuff there. Um, And uh, (laughs) some of you may know that about me. I think you all think I'm super you know, quick on my feet and strategic. I am actually a very slow thinker and a very slow feeler. I I marinate on things for a very long time. And in fact, if I ever make a big business decision um, or a big change to my business model or something like that, there is a good chance I've been thinking about that decision for six months, a year, maybe even more. Uh, I'm just, I'm. you may be a little surprised to hear that I'm just kind of a slow mover sometimes. So, 
you know, I had thought about doing this episode. I wasn't quite quite ready. In light of what's happening though, I do want to do this episode today for you about navigating crisis. And there's going to be a part one and a part two of this episode, just because it's a big topic. Um, Part one today, we're going to be focusing on emotions and understanding our emotions and feeling our emotions and managing that. Because if we can't manage our own self, then how can we possibly go out there in the world and manage our strategy, you know, (laughs) manage our clients uh, and taking care of others, right? You guys know I'm a big believer of we got to be taking care of ourselves first so that we can go out and be the very best mother and leader and boss and all those things. So I thought what perfect way to introduce this topic um, of navigating crisis by first really doing a deeper dive on how to manage our own feelings side of this stuff. I think it's really important to note that when you are going through a crisis, again, whether it's personal or global, like we are right now at the time of recording this, um, there are going to be big feelings that come up and there's going to be a range of feelings. And I just want to start by saying there is no right or wrong way to feel. Okay. We are all human beings. We are not machines. We are not all programmed the same way. So just because you see somebody feeling something doesn't mean you have to take on their feelings, right? And just because you see someone doing something outwardly in their business does not mean that you have to go and do that and apply the same thinking to your business. So I just wanted to start off with that right now is that whatever you're feeling is completely okay. Whether that's fear, whether that's scarcity, which we know can come up when we feel feelings of fear, whether that's anger, uh, whether that's feelings of frustration, whether that's feelings of deep sadness. Um, I have talked about this on Instagram, you know, some of the things, some of the immediate effects of what is happening in the world meant that I had to cancel my own personal vacation, which is something, it's it's like my favorite week of the entire year. We go to the same place for the last three years with two other families that we have so much fun with. And so, of course, I was devastated, but it it was made even worse by the fact that I then had to tell my children and be strong for them when I wanted to cry, right? I, I wanted, I was mad. I wanted to scream. I wanted to cry. I did do some of those things. Um, I did use the F word a lot <laughs> in the early days, um, right? And I and I was trying to keep up with it all because things kept changing. Minute to minute, it felt like things were changing and escalating quickly. And so, um, and then that was just, that was just my personal life. Um, and I, I should mention that at the time that we made the decision to cancel, our vacation was 10 days away. So it was really, like, really, really... Um, close. Uh, And so, you know, I think it was made worse by the fact that we were literally counting down the days in my household. Um, And so some of you are probably in that exact same boat uh, with your personal life and your family life. But also, I had to make a pivot in terms of our conference. Our second largest event of the entire year business bootcamp, um, we are going to be making a change to that. We are making a pivot and I'm actually going to talk about that in more detail later this week. So stay tuned. Um, 
actually, I'm, I'm going to break down, I'm going to do an episode about pivoting in your business. Um, and I'm going to break down what we did and how we did it. I want you to see the inside of that. Um, because again, you might need to apply some of those learnings to your own business. So that's coming up in a few episodes, um, how to pivot in your business and how to pivot quickly. But again, this episode is going to be foundational for that kind of thing. Because if we are, if we are acting coming from a place of fear, if we are making decisions coming from a place of desperation or scarcity or not enough, i.e. like I'm scared I'm losing money, I'm scared I'm losing customers, business, right? And then we start to make decisions from that place. It can be disastrous. And I don't want that for you because there's absolutely no reason why it needs to happen. Yes, in a time of crisis, you will need to pivot. Yes, you will need to make some decisions quickly. And we're going to talk about that in the next episode when we look at the strategy side of navigating crisis. I'm going to be more specific, but you got to be doing this work first and throughout. We got to be managing our emotional side and checking in with ourselves and making sure that we're okay so that we can come from a stronger place so that we can make decisions coming from a place of clarity and coming from a place of kindness and coming from a place of abundance and enoughness. So I hope this is making sense. I want to be honest with you. I'm recording this on a Saturday, which I never do. I, as you guys know, I don't work weekends. But I really felt this was important to line these episodes up for you. So I only have a couple of days to get this done and for my team to get this up and out to you. So any editing and all that jazz. So I'm acting quickly and I got an outline here, but <laughs> I'm doing my best to, um, to get this content out to you quickly. So I needed to do some clarity work myself this morning so that I could create this hopefully powerful content for you. So I'm going to walk you through several strategies that I think could help and in the order that I would apply them actually. So step by step, but if they don't all work for you, I'm just going to say, take what works. Or if something just seems more meaningful to you right this minute, do go and do that thing, right? You don't have to take all of my advice and in the exact order, but I'm going to share with you how I think we can start to process crisis um, and chaos in a logical way. So the first thing I'm going to mention is to grab a notebook and pen and to do a thought download. I've referenced this in multiple past episodes, the concept of thought downloading, which I got from Brooke Castillo, which is not like journaling. It's not like, like every thought you've ever had needs to come out. It's literally just taking the, the, the primary thoughts in your brain and putting it down on paper. So I have a very specific book that I use only for thought, thought downloads every single morning. When I do my morning routine, it's the first part of my morning routine. And I basically, I call it like, it's like taking a morning dump, <laughs> except it's a, it's a brain dump. Um, every single day I take my daily brain dump. I get all my thoughts down on paper so that I can see them and so that I can have a place to collect them. And it's a very liberating process it's a very clarifying process for me because a lot of the times, especially morning is when my feelings of anxiety or uncertainty are usually higher, especially when we wake up and it's still dark outside, like it is right now where I live. So that that thought download, you could be doing that every day or multiple times a day, just getting your thoughts down 
on paper so that you can look at them and you can just see what they are. You can really just own your thoughts and say, oh, that's interesting. That is what I'm thinking, which is creating the feelings I'm feeling, right? And that's sort of the next step is thinking about the feelings. Um, Going to get there in a second. But first and foremost, let's get the thoughts out of our brain because our brains during a time of chaos, our brains become a place of chaos if we're not careful. So we want to get our thoughts out. We're not organizing our thoughts. We're not judging or saying what thoughts are good or bad. We're simply just writing them down. And I do this point form in my messy writing because I'm the only one that's ever going to look at this book. (laughs) It doesn't have to be neat. And I just do it as quickly as possible, maybe five minutes, maybe longer if it's a particularly messy day for my brain, what have you. Um, But that thought download, I promise you, if you start to put that into practice every day, you will start to feel better just by doing that alone. Okay. So that's strategy number one. Strategy number two I'm going to recommend that you feel the feels, all of them, the big, the small, the uplifting, the not so uplifting, right? I mentioned it earlier in this podcast, fear, frustration, self-doubt, you know, worry for our kids, self-pity, right? Although some of these emotions are not pleasant emotions, you're going to feel these feelings and it's okay to feel them. It's okay not to have to be on for everyone else. So my suggestion is if you feel like you do need to kind of hide these feelings because you're going to be with your kids day in and day out for the next three weeks, that's okay. You do what you need to do to get through the days. But please make sure you're allowing yourself at least, you know, a few minutes, a few hours a day to feel the feelings that come up. And I'm going to even recommend not hiding them from others. You don't have to give them the whole lengthy array of what is going on inside you. But especially with our kids, I think it's okay to be vulnerable. And I think it's okay to say, mommy is feeling feelings of whatever, frustration too. Mommy is feeling a bit down today. Because if we try to hold it all together for everyone, it, we're, we're just bottling it up And it's not what our people need. Our families, our loved ones, our supporters, our clients, they don't need us to be perfect. I've said this so many times on this show over the years. It's true. So feel those feelings when you are able to feel those feelings. Let them come. Really acknowledge them. That's how we're going to start to get better, right? This is how we work on our mental health, not by pushing things aside and sweeping them under the rug. I recognize sometimes we have to do that. It's true, but I really want you to give yourself the gift of time and space and allow you to feel the feels. Um, Okay, that's what I want to say about that. Strategy number three, I'm going to say protect your well-being. It might be tempting to go out and engage in behavior that is not good for our bodies or our minds or our souls, i.e. over-drinking overeating, i.e. indulging in other um, vices that give us that instant gratification. And again, I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to fess up. I'm guilty of this. The other night I had a few drinks, few more than I normally would. I enjoy alcohol. I see no reason why people can't consume alcohol if they do so responsibly and they enjoy it. Um, You know, and it feels, feels like something they want to indulge in once in a while. 
I'm not a big believer in daily drinking or over drinking typically, but I'm just going to say, you know, I was having a tough day and I thought that that would make me feel better. And in the end, the next day, (laughs) it certainly didn't feel better. Um, You know, again, I'm kind of navigating this stuff at the same time and I want to be very honest with you and say that I'm not perfect. Um, Now, I didn't way overdo it and get sick or anything like that, but the point is uh, engaging in indulgences or vices for the sake of making ourselves feel better typically doesn't work, certainly doesn't work in the long run. Uh, and so what I would say when, about protecting our well-being is think about the things that make you be able to be physically at your best. So uh, eating good foods, eating healthy foods, staying well-nourished, staying hydrated, moving our bodies, so getting out of the house and getting some fresh air and maybe going for walks. Again, like you might not be able to keep up your full fitness routine, but still protecting your physical well-being is very important. So what does that look like for you? I guess my guess is it is probably some version of what I've just described. And in addition to that, I'm going to say do what brings you joy. Okay, in times of struggle, it's very important that you do what you need to to feel good as long as it's not destructive. So come up with a list, get a pen and paper out and make a list, things that make me feel good. It might be taking a long walk. It might be taking a bath. It might be listening to uplifting music or listening to podcasts, hopefully this one. You know, make a list of the things that make you feel good so that you can tick them off the list. When we're in crisis mode, our brains kind of go into this um, protective mode, right? They're they're thinking about the things that must be taken care of right away. They are not thinking about things like, I've got to make time for joy today. So when our brains are doing that sort of malfunctioning protective measures, we can create things like checklists, right? We can create tools, we can create resources so that we don't have to rely on our memory and just hope that we make room for the joy. (laughs) So in my case, I'm making a list of things that bring joy and I'm doing this with my kids. We're coming up with a list of things that we find fun to do. I'm gonna share more about that in a future episode as well when I talk about making lemons out of lemonade, that's a whole other episode. Um, But yeah, make a list of things that you know will make you happy and make room for those things. Please, it's so important for our mental health that we do that. The next strategy is talk it out. Okay, whether that's with your coach, whether that's with your business bestie, if it's a business problem, whether, you know, just with our family members, our loved ones, you've got to know your people you can count on to talk through some of these feelings because it will feel good. It will feel better to get this off your chest. And, you know, whether you call it venting or what (laughs) ranting or whatever, that's not my, those aren't my terminology, but, you know, do what you need to do. Again, the thought download is first and foremost because it is getting the thoughts out of your brain, but there's something psychological that happens in us when we are able to verbalize our problems. Instantly, we start to feel better. It's why the coaching industry exists, frankly. So, you know, if you're not working with a coach, then please find someone that you can talk to that you feel would be a good sounding board for the things that you're going through. 
So if it's you're struggling over this whole childcare issue and having your kids out of school for three weeks, as we will have um, those of you in the Ontario area, then find someone who gets what that's like and who can really just listen, let alone provide advice or support. Just It's so important we have people who can just listen and be there for us. And in fact, I did this. I jumped on a call with my coach. I'm also going to say, I'm hoping that anyone who's listening that is in a helping profession or a coaching profession, we can think about how we can make ourselves a little bit more available to our clients. It's something that I have certainly done. I am working on a few strategies so that I can be even more available to people. Um, It's just, I feel like that's part of my calling of being a coach is when, when there is something heavy going on in the world, I need to be there for my people. And so if you are that person, let's be thinking about that. We'll talk more about that in the next episode when we look at the strategy side of things. But also if you're working with a coach, then they should hopefully be doing the same thing and you can reach out to them for that SOS call if you need one. I mean, you are paying them to be in your corner in the good times and the bad. So hopefully you can find a way to get that help that you need. But again, if you don't have a coach, talk to a friend, talk to people who understand what you're going through, who can be that listening ear for you. I got on a call with my coach and I just started talking about my feelings. Like I let it all out. In fact, I just remembered this. I said, I am just f***ing mad right now. <laughs> I just, I just want to be mad. You know, I I just want to feel angry right now. Is that okay? (laughs) Of course she was like, of course it's okay. Of course you can feel mad. You know, you've got all these things going on with a big event and family stuff. And yeah, so, you know, talking it out really does feel immensely better. It's the first step to starting to put a plan in place because you're starting to get a grasp on your feelings and your thoughts and what is weighing on you. Once we know what is weighing on us, then we can go and take action. And so my next strategy here is once you've managed through the emotional piece, then it's time to get strategic. And I'm going to talk more about that in the next episode, but I want to stress here the primary thing that you can do is triage the situation. So prioritizing what needs my attention first. Again, more detail in the next episode, but be thinking about that. If you feel pressured to make a move, do that work of what do I need to make a move on first? What is highest priority for me? In the case of my team, I needed to figure out what was happening with our largest conference. And then I needed to look at any events that I have in the next immediate few weeks that might need to be altered or postponed. And so that those were top priority. Basically anything that involved our paying customers that were prior, you know, that that we were creating an event for that maybe needed to be adjusted. I looked at what is top priority for us. That was it. So figuring out our next move, I'm going to talk more about that in the next episode. But if you are going to start to move towards strategy, take that approach. What is the next right move here? What is the first thing or first things I must address going forward? And the last piece I want to leave you today with as we navigate any sort of crisis is gratitude. I know it's probably being said a lot. I'm probably not the first person who said that to you in the last seven days, 
but it really is one of those feel good things that we can do for ourselves consistently is just every single day, a daily practice of remembering all of the great things that we have in our life. In times like this, I I look around and I simply say, I have my health, my family and my loved ones have their health. I have amazing clients. I have amazing supporters. They're not going anywhere. I've got a roof over my head. At the end of the day, do we really need more than that? We will figure it out. So really focus on those things that you can do for yourself and your heart right now. Um, And gratitude is one of those things. I promise you, it never fails. It really does not. So I hope you found this episode useful to you today. I hope it's just calming hearing my voice (laughs) for some of you who think of me as your coach already, which is what I love. I love about this podcast and being able to be that for you. Um, And it's an honor and a privilege to be able to be there for you in these difficult and uncertain times. I really, I don't take this privilege lightly at all. I am so grateful for each and every one of you for continuing to listen, for continuing to show up in your lives and do the work that you're doing and serve your people. Um, It is not easy, but we are going to be stronger when we pull together in times like this. So again, I hope you found this episode useful. I'm thinking of you. I'm sending you massive waves of love and support and strength today. And I will see you in the next bonus episode where we look at the strategy side of navigating crisis. Thanks for listening to the business of thinking big. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes, which will help more people like you find the show. And of course, you can learn more at leannekim.com. 